0: And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck.
1: All right, here we go. It's 5 03. It is the warm up show brought to you by Carney Bank. Your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit carneybank.com for details. We got a lot of different players today. There's no Eddie Scazzari, there's no Al Dukes, uh, there's no Boomer Assayasin, there's no Greg Giannotti. But other than that, we are here <laughs> in lockdown, and I'm talking about, well, I, we might have a couple people. I'm not really sure. I know I got Chris Freddie uh, Lopresti over here, and I don't know if Sal is with us because. We had a little miscommunication. Sal, are you there? No. Bueller. Okay, Sal's not there. Well, yeah, so so I was not going to ask Sal to stay because he started at midnight uh, as I was discussing this with Al the <laughs> other day. And he has day. a newborn at
2: home as well. And he has
1: a newborn, and he's been doing radio for five hours, and I felt that was a little much. But apparently Mark did ask him, so he was planning on staying. He, I guess he shut off. So Chris is here, as we discussed on Wednesday
2: Hi. Hi. As usual, the communication around here, just well, tremendous. What
1: you do? Listen, these things happen. How so. the
2: hell are you on a Friday morning, Jerry <laughs> Recco?
1: I got to tell you, it's Friday,
2: <laughs> and with the lack of sleep I've
1: had over the last two weeks, yeah. I'm excited that it's Friday. <laughs> yes, I, I nap. I went to the gym yesterday at uh, 12, I guess 12.30 we were starting. So I got there at 12.05, so I could specifically set my alarm for 20 minutes on my phone. I passed out. I instantly... And when I woke up, I didn't know where I was, what day it was. It was a it was the greatest 20 minute nap I've ever had in my life.
2: Those are the best where you you wake oh. up and you have no idea what's going on. No. You feel like you were just dropped out of the sky yeah. onto earth, yeah. And I was
1: talking to Al about this on the podcast like sometimes the most vivid
2: best dreams I have are in that that 20 minute yeah. nap short window, yeah. Which is bizarre to me that that even happens. Or I sometimes feel on these nights where I get, you know, not a full night's sleep to come in for this show. Usually yeah. it's 3 or 4 hours, right? And I feel like when I wake up, I, the dream is vivid, and it's just been so long that I feel like there's no way I could have you know, been asleep for only a couple of hours. Yes, absolutely. You know? It's like a long narrative that just keeps on going.
1: I fell asleep last night around 10-ish, I would say. Yeah, it was about the same. Woke up at 11.30. Like, ah. I thought I missed my alarm. I'm like, wow, it's only 11.30. This is awesome.
2: Not did you go again. back, though? I did. Okay, because yeah. I know sometimes you, you you struggle with that.
1: Yeah, sometimes. No. Sometimes I just drive in and, and deal with it. But yeah. whatever, anyhow. So, watched a lot of the game last night. I did fall asleep prior to the ninth inning, but watched it this morning. Same. So, the Mets limp, and I mean limp, into the Subway Series, as do the Yankees, oh, even yeah. though they didn't lose yesterday because they didn't play. Not sure why. Um, what a weird game in Atlanta, though.
2: The opposite of the night before, right? But Very the, strange. It counts just the same as a loss. Yeah, loss is a lot. But if you look at...
1: Guillaume involved in the first inning on the triple where he misses the tag after the runner was initialized, Adrianza, I guess it was, initially ruled out. Replay reviews it and changes it. So he's involved there and then he's involved in the last play of the game. Yeah. The play that, and it's funny because the ball that bounces off of uh, Lugo's foot is hit right to Lindor if it doesn't hit him. Yep. And ricochets to. Uh, what's his name? Guarme.
2: Wasn't meant to be. No, and it's Ball interesting. Ball doesn't leave the infield. Because your
1: initial reaction was like,
2: Guarme made the right play. Yeah, I. I in fact, I think I, I got up annoyed and I said to you, like, what's Lugo, like, what's he What's he doing yeah. yelling at him? But then when I went back and I looked at it and slowed it down, I was like, you know what? I got to take the hit on that. It's not to say not to say it was a, a guaranteed out at third base. It probably would have been a close bang-bang play because he's, you know, sprinting in the opposite direction pretty much. But... You had Acuna running from second. He didn't start the game because he had back issues. He comes in late, wasn't running at 100%, probably wasn't feeling 100%. So, yeah, it's a legitimate shot that he had to play there.
1: Well, and it's also, to the fact I think Lugo was a little late pointing to third base as well. Yeah. Like, if he's if he is pointing to third base as Guirme's approaching the ball, maybe Gurme sees
2: him. And right, maybe he breaks down right. as Absolutely. he feels it instead of fielding it on the run. And because Rojas they... said after the game he was one of the guys from the dugout as well yelling to go to third. It's also a loud crowd.
1: I mean, I don't know what they hear. And I do think reactionary, uh, the reactionary play is to go to first. Yeah. And I think Lugo was a little late with the whole third, third, third pointing. But is this
2: a bad loss? They tell me Sal is uh, on the line.
1: Sal, are now, you there? Now,
3: now, hold on a second. couple <laughs> of things. First of all, you guys both play baseball and play it well. Yeah. There is no way in hell you could expect a guy who is charging a ball barehanded Did like that. Did you just listen
2: to what we said? Yeah, but
1: Sal, well, here's the difference. I heard the, the, the end of it. The, I heard the th- end of
3: it. You're saying, though oh, play was at third, he's going to spin around. No way. Here's no. the difference. Normally,
2: when a third baseman's charging a ball to field, field it barehanded, he's in on the infield grass. This ball, as he's fielding it, is much closer to the base path. It's a more of an unusual situation. Yeah, I'm well, not listening. Like I said, I'm not so saying it's a guaranteed game. player, that it's a bonehead play or anything like that, but going back and looking at where Acuna was as he fields the ball also, and knowing that he wasn't running at 100%, I think he had a shot. You also
1: misunderstood what I said. What I said was that's the play to make. You field and you fire to first, and it's Lugo's right. fault because he didn't point to third fast enough. Perhaps it's right,
3: even if he did, I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to stop. And f- first, you have to well, you field take a different it, you have route to, to the stop. ball. Sure, you do. Oh, I mean, uh, Jared, well, come on. Wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's taught, on, I'm
1: not blaming Gourmet. It's on Lugo. Lugo can't start pointing to third as he's grabbing as he's the, ball. the ball. You can't yeah. can change. Yeah. But if the Dude. ball gets ricocheted
2: and he's screaming third immediately, Gourmet right. makes a different play. Yeah, he fields it differently. He breaks down and fields it like you would a regular ground ball with his you know his As opposed spread. to charging it and throwing on the run. And he, he pushes plenty of time his
1: to left, to do left foot that. and he
3: goes right to third. But race. it's not
2: his fault. I mean, he's making the play he should have made. I put, I put it on
1: Lugo.
3: More importantly, am I working or not? I get an email that's saying I'm on till 6, then I'm you guys are saying you're done, you're doing it. What's going on here? Well, I mean, I've been going to Listen, 12. the more the like
1: I said, I, I said to you in the text. We, I I opted not to ask you cuz you were on at midnight for God's sakes. I was not aware that Mark emailed you cuz I had no idea of that. Shocking. So we decided just to ask Chris to make it easy so you could go to bed between the newborn, between a 5-hour shift plus uh, I'm sure you were on SNY and you got all those bobbleheads staring at you behind you in that. What are you coming in by the way?
3: Uh, I am going to be there. I'll probably come in Friday. I'm actually filling in during uh, the afternoon. So I think I'm going to come in for that at okay. the very least. Okay. And then once I'm not uh, opposed to coming in, the problem is SNY is from home. So I can't do SNY from home and then do the fan in mm. studio. So I saw you at once- SNY the other day.
2: Not for the late night stuff, but for the, no, the, early stuff, the game like, stuff, yeah.
3: Yeah. It was like the first time in three months. Yeah. The, so so you know what happens in that scenario? I go in early and then I drive home to do the late show from home, huh. which is just How bizarre. crazy. Yeah, but anyway, once they have us going in regularly for the late show, then I'm just gonna do. I mean, uh, then I'll do you know radio from the studio because I'm not gonna come home, obviously. But I can't do one here and the other there. That's the problem. But yeah, no, Mark email. So we well, has Gone for one day, and now there's a mix up with of the course, scheduling. Yeah, ready? Yeah,
2: we had something wrong yesterday <laughs> morning Marynick. too. And he. <laughs> By the way, I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah, not about what we said. Yeah, but seeing what's going on in his professional life right now. Felt bad for him. It's he's, he's gotta got to be he, overwhelmed. He's got a
3: lot on his. So a lot a happening lot right split. now. Yeah.
2: Oh, no question about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's busy. Is that who's
3: making a schedule? So like, if I need an off day, Marinik is the guy to That's hit up. That's the now? guy.
2: That's the guy
1: yeah. for yeah. now. At Nobody. Least, yeah.
3: uh, it's breaking news to me. I'm glad the yeah, I was still emailing Mark. Hey Mark, I need off uh, August 18th or whatever it is. <laughs> I never got anything back. Keep sending that. Not his so. problem. I don't yeah, think
1: he's right. got the email anymore. Just for the record, by the way. The response- yeah, had good. we done a segment of Sal, you had the. Uh, yeah, I would have pulled this three forty three yesterday morning. Oh, was one of the was one of the funnier things I've heard driving in as a guy's talking. Now you are correct. There is something wrong with this phone system that when a caller is talking and you try to talk, they do not hear you. I've at noticed all. that as well. Yes, yes. I've been a guest. Well, I'm not a guest, but I've called in, and then Al will say, "Do you not hear them talking?" to you? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't. So you're sitting there. You're home. And you got the guy talking. You're trying to have a conversation with him, and all I hear is you going like, "Is it? Am
3: I talking to myself? Is this <laughs> hello? on? hello? Do you
1: hear me? Is this on?" <laughs> and I can hear the frustration oozing through the phone. Yeah,
3: it, it's so annoying because I can't see what's going on. I don't know if my lines dropped out, but I'm trying to talk to the guy, and the call just keeps going as if I'm not existing. Yeah, pretty much. So it is annoying. Yeah, yeah. And happened it, to, it's, it's ha- happened
1: quite a bit. Happened to Moose and Maggie yesterday a few times too. It was one guy that wouldn't <laughs> shut up, and they're both trying to interject. And I'm sitting there in the car like you can tell they're annoyed. Just hit
2: off. Well, as you, you know, know, some of the overnight callers have a lot to say. I know that's so, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Even when Listen, what, even when the hosts are, you know, here in studio, sometimes, they, they just keep talking as well, you know. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: I don't mind it. I just like the back and forth. And if they can't hear what I'm saying, that's a problem. Yes, and I'm yes, thinking they're is. blowing me off. But meanwhile, it's a technical issue. <laughs> and then I'm assuming that it's from home. But you're telling me that happens in the studio, too? That's a major issue.
2: Now we have a technical problem. We do. <laughs> What's our technical problem? <laughs> no, no, no. Sound guy. Uh, no, he got it. I got me. nothing. Yeah. I understand. I understand.
1: Yeah. Uh, how has it been when you do these midnight shows? You got a full bank of calls.
3: Actually, yeah. Good. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say full bank the whole way. Now, yesterday's, uh, yesterday's after the Yankee loss was great. Full of bank course. Yankees, basically the whole way. But starting at midnight, I mean, that's you, you know, you got to pace yourself. No guests, midnight till five. had no guests. Calls are, no, no, because here's the hours. problem. Last time I did this, Jarrah, and then I was on you for the, I was on with you for the extra hour. Yeah. Last time I did, I taped two spots and had one guest live, and it did help out. The problem is, if I'm taping the guest, that's got to be done at you know eleven or ten o'clock. Oh, hour. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's stuff going on. The, the guys there can't do it. Not only do I have to schedule, but then I'm also doing the SNY stuff. So I just, you know what? The hell with it. It's too much work. Just let's go live and, and figure it out. Do and it live. Thankfully, the calls are been good. Yeah, we'll do it live. <laughs> Right. Fair enough. I mean, I like when, when
1: when you're ready for the music to roll at the end of the show. Yeah. It's right. Like, thank God.
3: Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> I, I
2: texted him the other day. Oh man, I gotta find it. He said something right at the end of the show and I it cracked me off. I'd have to find it. But so I'm yeah, like, man. that
3: was enough of me. I think it was. But you know what's funny? Usually <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll have yeah, yeah. calls the whole way. The whole way I'll have calls. My voice is just starting to go, as you could probably hear it a little bit now. Four forty. I'm I'm like dying for just somebody one just one call to get me home and then there's nothing and I got to sit here and talk about <laughs> yeah. hot dogs and grilling or my body fat whatever it is that gets me to f- you got to make something up because everything's been exhausted at that point the last segment of the show is when I could use the call the most and generally that's the time where sometimes there they aren't any that's when you need the guy
2: who's just going to keep talking because he can't hear you right that's the perfect spot for that
3: exactly Phil keep it yeah. going
1: this is what I love about you Honestly, I'm being serious about this and, and uh, Al says the same thing all the time you have been talking for five and a half hours now, and you sound like you've been shot out of a cannon.
3: Uh, I'm excited. I got a uh, newfound energy. And by the way, I don't know if you heard it. You probably didn't because I think I only touched on this earlier. I thought that I was in trouble medically. I had some false <laughs> blood tests come back. Really? That basically, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what it's like waiting for results? And so I woke up the other day to a phone call from the do- Hey, the doctor's going to call you back. And they want to discuss your test. I'm That's like, never good. Yeah, right, exactly. So then I get the call, and I'm waiting, and I'm sick, and my mouth is dry, and I'm, I am you know, I can't breathe. I wait for the call. Then she's on the phone going, so – and she's trying to sugarcoat it, but I know the problem is coming. So your blood uh, blood results are a little off the, the WBC count, and I'm like, just – Break it down in layman terms for me. What's happening here? Well, your white blood cell is That's high. True. Are you is there some kind of issue? You know, you, I'm like, no, your thyroid is low, your cholesterol is high, your bilirubin levels are, bilirubin, what is that? So all these there's like nineteen different issues that she goes over, and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I now you know me. I'm a hypochondriac to yeah. begin with. I am I'm envisioning my funeral. And I'm thinking, oh, my oh, God, Jesus. I'm not even my, I'm not even going to get to see my daughter turn one. Oh, on. It's over for me. So it's- she goes over all these things. we got to schedule. We're going to do a retest just in case. We'll do a retest. And then we want to do a CT scan to make sure. I'm like, well, what do you mean make sure? She's like, just rule out everything. Okay, right. That's the thing. So now for two days, I immediately go get tested. For two days, I am sick to my stomach almost to a point where I wanted to call out yesterday. Because I didn't know how I was mentally going to get through a show, knowing that my life is coming to an end here. I mean, this is horrible. I don't want to have a surgery. I can't even envision this stuff. So it turns out I get the test results finally back today after calling them and like, hey, something's got to give here. What's going on? It was two days ago. (laughs) Oh yeah, they came back normal. There must have been an error with the lab, or or the cortisone shot that you had the day before might have impacted that. Wow. What? So I mean, I was I had a new energy. I, I'm alive, baby. I'm ready to go. I'm good to, so that was that. That lasted until about 3 a.m. and then I, I kind of petered out. But here I am now with you two guys, and
0: I got a well, newfound uh, I, energy.
1: I can I can appreciate the feeling you had because I will tell you this. Probably so let's see Matthew 16. So probably when he was like two. So I'm going back 14 years now. I woke up one morning and I had a lump um, in my chin, basically. That now in high school, I chewed tobacco for sure. Like most kids, like well, not most, I shouldn't say most. It was like a lot of baseball do. players yeah, did. Yes. Sure. I chewed a lot of tobacco in high school and a little bit in college. And, you know, we saw what happened to Tony Gwynn, and it certainly can be bad. And I remember the moment I woke up with that, and it didn't feel like a, pain, like it was, it was concerning. And you start Googling, which is the worst thing you can possibly oh, it's the do. Worst. And Sal, I 100% thought I had mouth cancer. Some sort right. of an oral cancer and went to the doctor the next day thinking, oh, my God. A thing. And we had just done, no joke, me and my wife had just done our, um, what the hell are they called? Uh, the Wills. Ah. Like, I want to say a month or two prior. And I'm sitting like, you got to be kidding me. Like we j- And we right. didn't want to do that because we felt like once we do that, yeah, you know. It's, it's morbid, right. And so end ended up going to the doctor and it turned out to be, it wasn't a pimple. It was a, um, was it a, a cyst of some sort. Yes, it was, a, yes, it was a cyst. Sort? Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't think of that because my father's got a history of cysts. I have too, but I don't know. In that spot and where it was, it yeah. was so close to where the tobacco used to go when I was a kid. He figured
2: what else could it be. Absolutely,
1: I thought yeah. that. And so I actually understand the sick feeling that you had because I had it for about
3: three straight days. Um, yeah. So I get it, dude. I get it. Generally, your mind goes to worst case scenario. So, waiting for blood tests or waiting. Matter of fact, I was actually okay, you know, because I went for a routine physical. And then my mom started pestering me Did you get the blood test back? I'm like, Ma, leave me alone. Everything is fine. Although, (laughs) the fact that she kept calling, I'm like, she's going to jinx this. And then the longer that it went, then the doctor called and there was an issue. And then waiting on top of that, the last time I had that sick of feeling was when I knew I was going to get fired from <laughs> from the fan 10 years ago. You dropped well, that I tweet I was the, the, the other day.
2: <laughs> that was tremendous. The, the churn off line. I mean, not to laugh at your misfortune in that particular Sounds, time. but you're, It's you, Mark. Yeah.
3: Don't come in today. You're terminated. Okay, Mark, thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> we can laugh about it now. You're okay. So. All right, well, we have to take a break. Are you going to hang out or are you going to
1: go to bed? I mean, you tell me. If, if I'm I, loving that. I'm good. We got a lot to get the to. The more the merrier.
3: Yeah, what All the right, hell? I'll hang with you then. Yeah, if you're good, minutes, I'm good.
1: It. All right, so All right. Sal will hang out for a little while with me and Chris. What the hell? We got Kim coming up at 6 o'clock. It is the warm-up show. Now, Al is off, as you know. Had he been here, he would tell you for the 9,000th time about his condo. He bought it last year. And by the way, not that I've been invited, um, but I have seen photographs. Not and it once? Is go- no. Come and on. you know what's so funny about this? And I know we got to get to break. When he first moved in, my wife put together a basket Still for it. him. No. No. She put together a basket of the things he likes, little Kit-Kat bars, uh, dog treats because he had just gotten whimsy. Sliced turkey? No. Nah, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No. Well, we thought about that, but no. But <laughs> my point is she put together this big basket. And as the weeks went on, I'm like, wow, he's not inviting us, which I get. That's fine. Pandemic. And I could have just sent it, but he lives 20 minutes from right. me. I wanted to at least be invited down to whatever. And he knows us, so that's why it's funny. Found myself opening it. Yeah, why not? Eating a Kit-Kats. Sure. And wound up throwing the dog biscuits out. (laughs) There's no basket any longer. So anyhow, so it's been a while now since he's been there. It's over a year. And that condo's already worth more than he bought it for. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney was his bank of choice and made the entire mortgage process easy. Want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone with when you have questions? And I always say this. Think this. Al is a pain in the butt. And they had no problem getting on the phone with them. That's how good Carney Bank is. So make sure you call Carney Bank, no doubt. He trusted them. You can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender. We still got a lot to do. Sal will stick with us. Me, Chris, Sal, warm-up show. We continue next on The Fan.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love,
1: So we're going to do that acapella for a moment there. 5.27, halfway past uh, 5, something like that. I don't know. Uh, Boomer's not here, nor is G. Congratulations to the Giannottis. Had a baby girl a couple of days ago. Was very relieved that everything went well, and then he called in and actually made that announcement Yeah, because we had to hold that for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, kind of wondering and waiting and hoping for them. So Summer Rae. She
2: looked uh, alert awesome. and beautiful, so congrats to them.
1: Sal is joining us as he's going to just work all day. I think he's going to stay until 6 p.m. <laughs> Uh, it's me, it's Sal, it's Chris, uh, and we got the guys inside, of course, as well. How, real quick, before we get back to the baseball, just have you gotten comfortable with the whole dad thing yet?
3: Um, I meant Chris. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've kind of taken a Why? turn in the right direction.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think mm. so. I'm actually, to to a point now where I actually enjoy it. You know, I, I like, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being, just
0: Careful being honest.
3: Now. I mean, it, no, I'm being, look, I mean, there's only one way to be and that's honest. At, at yeah. first I wasn't, it wasn't necessarily something I was looking forward to. I didn't know what to expect and it was going to be challenging, but now I'm really getting a kick out of it and enjoying it. And I, you know, it's weird, man. Everybody says, oh, enjoy it each moment. Cause it goes so fast. Yeah, you it can't. really does. It, it, you're right. It, it's impossible to do, but it really does go so fast. So, yeah, the bottom line is I am enjoying it.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear that because I was worried for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be quite honest, oh, I you know it, because you knew the truth. It helps, I mean, though, when you're working as much as he true. is, so you can break it up and that's true. you don't know, feel like you're contributing and doing what you need to do and also getting those little breaks away from you know an infant and the challenges that come with that
1: that is very true I do know and then we'll move on I you know when I when Matthew was born and then of course even going through it with Joseph it's like and I've said this to my wife she gets mad at me but you can keep the first three months yes I mean <laughs> until they become like little I guess because you don't know what the hell you're doing and until they grow a little bit and become, like, little people, then it gets awesome. Yeah. But those first few, and I know, at least in my wife's case and all the friends that, in my life that I can reference, the moms love those first
2: few months when they're so small and tiny, and, and I yeah, get it. Yeah, that's up man. the mom's alley. There's a lot more Oof. that's falling on their plate in those months. I like month three. Let's start there. Yeah, a little personality <laughs>
3: kicks in. Abso-
1: yes, yes, exactly right. And they start laughing a little bit. So that's kind of where you're at now, I would think, so... Uh, two uh,
3: like two and a half months. The thing I'm dreading, though, or maybe not dreading, but more nervous about, is First when boyfriend. she's able to. You know, oh <laughs> no, forget that. I'll, look, I'll be dead by then. I mean, I know <laughs> oh, the test. Jesus the test will come in negative by then. But I'm worried about her when she could walk and move around because right now it's great. You could rock her a little bit. You feed oh, her. Yeah. All right, you put her down. You could watch her and you could do whatever you have to do. When she starts moving around, then I then you can't. When take they become your eye
2: mobile, off. it changes everything. It's good. You have to start yeah. parenting a little. Yeah, more.
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> and you kind of signed up for it, just right. so you're aware. At least you
2: got a girl, though. I've got boys five and two, and I, I want to wrap them in bubble wrap all the time because yeah. they're. they're yeah, that's I a lot. I mean. Uh, <laughs> they uh every time you turn your head you try to do something you know someone's falling down tripping banging into something a lot of bruises and band-aids and cuts and it's just the way it goes Understand. they're gonna get hurt
1: no doubt all right so let's get into the subway series a little bit so i'm not going to fight with sal about the last play of the met game last night <laughs> but i will say um i did think and i said this to lapresti um in the newsroom before i thought the ncrt at bat was the biggest at bat of the night because he's 0-2 on him the game's about over He loses them, and blah, blah, blah. Everything else happens. So they lose a game. They come in. you got two teams that are limping into this series. The Mets have lost five of seven. The Yankees have lost five of six, I believe it is. And, you know, I'm with you, Sal. I could see the Yankees sweeping this. I do not in any way, shape, or form seeing the Mets being able to take three games here. Um, So it's – I don't want to say it's a turning point of the season type of series, but it it could be. And Dominic Smith saying last night – did you catch that? I'm sure you did. Dominic Smith saying after the All Star break is when the games count? Is he out of his mind? <laughs> like, are you d- talking
3: to me or CeeLo? Whoever. Somebody it, anybody. Anybody. say <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, what are we doing? The, these well, games the don't count? I, I didn't hear it. I heard a caller explain it to me. Yeah, I saw and the quote. That. Yeah, that's the way that it came across to me when he was making like, oh, you know, we'll really kick it into gear in the second half. Well, that's just a stupid quote. I mean, what do you then? The first half doesn't mean anything. You've been in first place this whole time. What does it mean? Nothing. So no, that that is foolish. Look, the thing I'm excited about here is this is a meaningful regular season series between these two. That usually does not happen. So Yankees need it more. I think they're more desperate. But the Mets clearly going the wrong way, and they could be knocked out of first place at the hands of the Yankees, yeah. which adds intrigue.
2: It's interesting to me that. Your instinct, Jerry, is to say you could see the Yankees sweeping the series. And As a Yankee fan, when I look at the pitching matchups, I, I don't have a ton of confidence. You know, obviously In Cole's going Saturday, but, you know, we don't know exactly where he's at. Stroman's been pretty good. I mean, Walker's been great for the Mets. Montgomery's eh, and then Michael King and then the kid McGill who's got just, some you know he's got some why. upside. I don't look at that and I know both offenses are struggling and the Mets don't score a lot of runs but I mean the Yankee offense can give you one of those games where they strike out 12 times and leave 10 guys on base. They can. What concerns me about the Mets is what you just said.
1: They they don't hit. I know. Like at all. They've scored now with last night they've scored 23 runs in their last 8 games. Yeah. Total. Right. I mean it's it's embarrassing and I you know I hate to keep using the word but I mean it. They are a boring watch. I mean, they really are. And the Yankees, while they've been boring at times too, no question, I still feel like every single time Judge and Stanton and Sanchez come up, I still feel like the ball's going to be hit a country mile. Yeah, and
2: they got the offense going in the couple they games did. against the Angels. But I would like liked I to just, have seen them play yesterday. I know. Well, to see if there was any carryover. I, I, I think they were happy to not play. <laughs> I'm surprised that game got... You know, They canceled post- that game or
1: very early before the rain
2: came. Yes. And I understand the yes. forecast. I, I I get it.
1: But I think you got to wait a little bit longer before you make a decision yeah. like uh, that.
2: That was, I said to you, it was the old Bull Durham, I get us a rain out today. that's kind of how it felt. A rain out with no know? rain.
1: Right. Exactly. There they was they wanted mist. no part of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. But I, I don't know. To me, it's a, it's a goofy thing to do. And the fact that Major League Baseball allows that without the rain falling. Is and listen
3: five o'clock a monsoon hit no doubt but the game be over by two hours already especially for a team that they only play once right. and it yeah. comes in once yeah which it's is a tough bizarre. spot for the angels now but yeah. Jerry made the point
2: also. Maybe they want to wait around all day because the Angels are going back home. They play tonight at home against the Orioles. But yeah, now they have to come back for a standalone where the day before they're at home, they play the come in, come East, wow. play the Yankees, and then they go to Detroit, yeah. I believe, after that. So well, it's, it's kind a, of like. I just them.
3: assumed they were on the East Coast based they, on well, that uh, reschedule. They will be, sort of. I mean,
1: and Detroit's not that much of a flight. So they'll be over here. It's kind of like what the Mets did with the Nationals this week. You know, the one game in Washington before they went right. to Atlanta. They
2: play Sunday afternoon four o'clock game at home against the Astros, and then they'll fly east, play the Yankees Monday night, and then they go to Detroit for a Tuesday night game.
3: So at least the same time it's not zone. Perfect, Detroit's Detroit's yes. East,
2: you know, Eastern time zone. Yeah. So yeah, there. Don't was you a, think?
3: Yeah. Don't you think the different levels? You guys are touching on this a little bit before. Don't you think though the different levels of offense? with the Yankees and Mets. Like, you look at the Yankees and say, oh, a bad night for them offensively is they score four runs. For the Mets, they're not scoring more than two. And get shut out. Yeah, right, exactly. They're lucky if they score two, as a matter of fact. That's not going to get you wins on the road in Yankee Stadium. So even as bad as the Yankee offense has been, their bad is still much better than the Mets' bad offense. That's why I'm kind of with Jerry here, CeeLo, with this series this week. And
1: I'll do you one better. You know, I mentioned 23 runs in the last seven games. If you take out the Phillies bullpen, you can take a few more runs off the board because they were stymied for four games by that starting pitching. I mean, literally scored one run off the. And at what? I forget who it was. It was the least of the four starters that gave up the one run.
2: In the Philly series? Yes.
1: I mean, yeah. you talk about a team that can't hit. It is embarrassing. I saw your tweet too. About what was it about? McNeil and Conforto? Is that who oh, it was? Oh God.
3: Yeah, I just can't stand him anymore. They I mean, they're both dreadful.
1: It's you, you talk about overrating players? I mean, at what I'm I'm tired of watching Jeff McNeil slam his helmet down I mean, how did oh, this like,
3: hit the ball? Like he's good. Yeah, right. Like he's good. He slammed that helmet down more than he's driven in runs. I mean, give me a break. Every Look, if you're grounding out every single time with a guy on, you shouldn't be slamming your helmet. You should almost be expecting it. Oh, another ground out with a guy <laughs> on. I expect it. What are you so mad at? We all know what's coming. Why are you so angry? McNeil, and this is what I was kind of saying before with the Mets problem. They have guys that have had one year as opposed to a proven track record where you can trust them to be consistent. It's not like this is an aberration. And we still don't know what McNeil is or what Alonzo is. Now Conforto's been inconsistent his whole career, and this is his worst year by far, which is just infuriating. But man, it's the same stuff with these guys. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're absolutely right. So be a nice look,
2: time for Lindor to go on a run, wouldn't
3: it? Something starts somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do is. think he's going to get hot this week. I, I think. Look, I think the Mets going to have a rough time. I think Lindor is going to have a big week. Well, if
1: he does, then they've got a good chance to to win games this weekend. <laughs> Because they are not necessarily. lacking. Not No, they got a chance. Because I think the pitching will be good enough. They need someone that's going to give them a four for four, four RBI night. Yeah.
2: And he's more than capable of doing that. I think it's advantage pitching Mets, advantage hitting Yankees, you know, in general, as you're looking at the series as a whole. I get Coles in there and DeGrom's not, but overall, I go advantage pitching for Mets. And Q-Mets. who's
1: pitching Sunday night for the Yankees? I haven't seen that yet.
2: They've got uh, they got King listed. He is. Okay. So that's why, you
1: know. And that's King against King and Montgomery uh, don't. Gill. Yeah. Who. He's He's watched him
2: pitch the other day. I mean, he's got, let's say he's got a lot more uh, to work with stuff-wise than Michael King does.
1: All right, we got to take a quick break. 537, the warm-up show until 6. Kim Jones joins us then here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, fresh and organic, and no antibiotics ever. All right, Al is off, a little bit lazy. Actually, he's just taking a nice long weekend. He's got the wraparound long weekend. I think he's off Tuesday, he too, as a matter of fact. We'll do the
2: warm-up show next Wednesday. Oh, uh, there you go. Al okay,
1: Because I. I am off uh, on vacation yes. starting uh, 10 o'clock. So I will not be here next week either. So it's myself, it's Lapresti, we got Sal, we got Fliegelman, we got Ed, we got Kim coming in at 6 o'clock, warm-up show until 6 uh, we're talking Mets, Yankees. We got the Subway Series about to begin coming up later tonight. Um, I don't know. You, you want to do the baseball? Because I have a couple of other things. Let's here. do
2: some other things. We so got I'm, all day to do. the I baseball. I want to ask.
1: And Sal, you're a big. I think you're a big NBA guy. Are you still? Or since the Hawks ruined uh, your life, not so much.
3: I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a big NBA guy. I got back into right. it because the Knicks were good this year. So this is going to cross <laughs> over. Runner. NBA, yeah, exactly.
1: NBA slash broadcasting. <laughs> Yeah. So, for years and years, we've talked about, like, Tony Romo, what he's being paid by CBS. I, for the life of me, don't understand it, but, hey, good for you, as Al, as Al, uh, Al would say. You talk They talk about wanting to get Peyton Manning in the booth, but they're going to have to pay him a fortune. Sure. And I will continue to say, why? Like, I don't know. I really don't know anybody that puts an NFL game on to listen to the broadcasters. Now, can it enhance the broadcast? Yes. Should you be paid well for it? Of course. But to me, to get absurd amounts of money to do it, I don't understand. I don't know well, those why those guys get, get absurd amounts
2: because they don't need it. Right,
1: then move on. But then, because there's yeah, many people that can is, do it.
2: Why do the networks feel the need to get? Yeah, exactly. So I'm
1: going to, so, and I'm I'm trying to get to a point here because I don't mm-hmm. want to make it think this is about her because it's not. It's, I know where you're headed. Yeah, it's just about the mentality. Mm-hmm. So Maria Taylor is the, I guess, studio host. I guess for the NBA Finals and the NBA and ESPN she does sideline reporter. Doesn't she do some college
2: football stuff as that well? Too. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, that too. So she was making, and maybe the reports are wrong. I don't know. She was making around a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. She turned down, according to the reports, nearly five million a year. Yeah. Why? I'd
2: imagine she's got something else lined up. No. W- but explain
1: now, to wait, me.
3: Didn't she? Didn't she? Though, Jared, turn that down pre. I don't know if it was pre-pandemic. I believe before. it was during the pandemic. I think it was, wasn't it before ESPN started cutting all these salaries? Because then, the way that I understood it was that she was offered five, she wanted more like eight. She wanted eight like Stephen that, A. Smith. And then that five came off the table. Which, by the way, why is he getting paid eight million bucks? i to be kidding Well, me. but here's, right, you the know ESPN, what, though? Hold if on ESPN a second. went to him, if they went to him and said, hey, you're not, we're not paying eight million bucks, what's he going to do? I'll tell you why. He, I'll do?
1: tell you why. Because at least in his case, and I'm not a fan, I'm really of the over-the-top type of... yeah um personality that he has although Hot i do takes. like him yes because sometimes mm-hmm. i think that he does say things just to say them but i do like that he goes after these guys and confronts them look at the youtube view sal i mean they make money off that like i can make a case that they make money off Stephen a smith
3: i can't right, make where's a case he gonna go so, somebody else gonna pay him that much money? i think
1: they would yes in that case i think they would in the case of an analyst or I just, I don't see where side you're making reporter, money yeah, or a sideline reporter, especially if they're offered, if you were offered, to be fair, if Odyssey came to you and offered <laughs> you five times what you're making, five times, <laughs> it's not a 6% raise, five times what you're making and you want double that? Like, I, I, mean, I just ridiculous. I don't get it. it.
3: Look, if they came to me and said, hey, Sal, we're going to cut your pay, but okay, sure. <laughs> what do you need? Careful what, what now. Do you don't want to admit
1: Martin? that on the air. <laughs> hey, we have delay going right now. <laughs>
3: It to no, blame. but you, well, not you know, you know what I mean. Think about it. You know, how many times we've we seen people in this business overplay their hand? In my mind, I'm thinking you—you're fortunate you have an opportunity. I'm not talking about her situation specifically because I don't understand it enough. All I know is if you're getting paid that type of money, you're getting offered that type of money. You take it. I would say the same thing for an athlete. I, mean, I you agree. Can, but you're, you're
2: saying gonna, now you, this was pre-pandemic. I see the. I, I don't know. I thought it was right
1: around it. I thought it
2: was in the summer. Yeah,
1: but whatever. That's neither here nor there. To me, it's well, I the just fact wonder if that- she's
2: look. She looks at, or whoever's representing her looks at. You know, whatever they're making off the. Let's say their college football package in general. I understand she does other stuff too, and maybe they they were basing it as a percentage of that since she's a part of the team. I mean that's the best way I can I can I that guess. To me has nothing to do with justify
1: it, it but I, yeah. I, I okay. I mean I would disagree with but that. But me it's the whole. But it, that's the whole you know owner player thing. Yeah, like these players think that they should make more than they're making, and the owner make too much. Well, how about you take the risk then? Or go start your own league. Be a tough guy. Start your own league. Take on the billion-dollar debt if you think you can do it. I haven't
2: seen one guy do that I'm surprised. I would have have assumed that, you know, you play that sort of game of poker and feel you have that leverage. You've got something else lined up. But I guess it sounds like she doesn't? Maybe. And I'm not saying she doesn't deserve a raise. I'm not saying everybody doesn't deserve a raise. All
1: good with that. But if you were offered five (laughs) times your pay... yeah, yeah. And you say no to that and he, and so reportedly the offer now on the table is between two and three million a right. year. Which is still a risk. Right. Which is right. <laughs> and well, she, she not better
2: take have that something. now. What a, well, sorry, that she doesn't now. have anything well, else lined up. That's gonna come back not. to
1: what CeeLo just said. She better have something lined up that's pretty I mean, good. And it, I'll tell you another thing. If I'm the other company that has something else lined up and now I see this, yeah. you know what? I cut your offer, We too. thought maybe yeah. six. How about we give you four? <laughs>
3: Hey, so can I ask you something real quick yeah. to change the topic a little Please bit? Please do. You guys both—you mentioned Jerry, you're off next week. I just want to get ahead of it instead of behind it. I'm looking at the schedule now. It says warm-up show five to six a.m. on Tuesday morning. Who is doing that?
2: No one. Al Dukes told me there's no warm-up show on Tuesday morning. So you right. Can so this mark is what I mean. So down. now I'm gonna
3: have to go and now I have to go an extra hour. I'm not getting paid for this. I mean, uh, what are we talking uh-huh. about here?
2: I mean, I'm happy to come on with you and (laughs) chat from 5 to 6. Would you like me to join you? I'll be here. I'll join you from 5 to 6 on Tuesday. No, but
3: it says – obviously, I'm just joking off the Maria Taylor thing. Yeah. We want to make that clear. But I'm looking at the (laughs) schedule. It says Sal – it actually says Sal 2.30 to 5, which doesn't make any sense because I don't know what show starts at 2.30. (laughs) And then I emailed Caitlin about that and said, hey – That's not going to go anywhere for you. Yeah, yeah. So, So, listen. So, I get the email saying with the schedule, hey, by the way, it's my last day. So, I was like, hey, congratulations. Best of luck moving forward. One last thing for you. When does my shift start on Tuesday? Nothing back. Crickets. And now I'm hearing from you guys. Yeah, exactly. Nothing back. But now it says it go, I go to 5 on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Same thing for Wednesday. Well, the Wednesday you said you're doing it, CeeLo. Al, yeah, Al's
2: no? back. So Wednesday we will have the regular Al Dukes-themed warm-up show. Wait, you, rewind a second. You just said it's Caitlin's last day? Yesterday was, yeah. You're kidding. Oh, I told you David's got a lot on his plate. I wasn't joking. What? No, I heard... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that she was moving on soon. Correct. I didn't know she's gone. She's gone. I just found that out about tw- wow I don't know, sixteen hours ago. Okay. So I, had, I had boy. There's, there's Mark a lot Caitlin, going on. Mark, Caitlin, Spike's not here yet. There's some. There's some things going on. So David, I went and- back there to talk to him yesterday, and he was basically you know drowning in paperwork.
3: Mm. And apparently, apparently, I'm going to be doing that extra hour then by myself, unless you decide to do the warm-up show, right?
2: Well, again, if you want me to come on and hang with you for the hour, I would say you're in till six. Yeah, there's really no way around that unless I'm going to solo host from five to. Six. I mean, I could, but I don't, I don't. know if anyone wants to hear
3: that. Well, who's who's determining this? I mean, I, I don't. I'll do what anybody. <laughs> That's just the million dollar question, Sal. Here's the thing: I don't want to make it. Somebody tell me what to do. I will do it. As but Boomer said yesterday,
2: we are a rudderless ship right now. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what he said on the air. Yeah, we're a rudderless ship.
1: Yeah, I think we're doing fine.
2: Well, we are, yeah. but you know, as long
1: as Sal can figure his, out what to his do question morning. is fair, who's oh, I'm who's making my the decision right now. But uh, in fairness to you,
3: you're not coming on at midnight Monday night, right? Oh, no, no. I don't care. 2.40, you're starting? Here, I don't want to get hit at 5 o'clock when I think, all right, see, I'm going to bed. And, oh, no, 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 you're <laughs> on until 6. That's what I don't and want. And I get
2: Sal's point because for those that don't understand how it works, it's not an hourly pay.
3: It's a you know, it's a shift. It's a shift. Yeah, so it could course. be three oh, hours, four
2: hours, five hours, six hours, same money.
3: Right. I'm going to say, obviously, I was joking. If I'm doing 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. this morning, you think I care about doing an extra hour? No, I I prefer doing the extra hour. You just want to know. know Yeah, right. That's all.
1: I totally understand. All right, we've got to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Uh, it is the warm-up show until six. We will be joined by Kim Jones in just a couple of moments. All right, Al is off, as you know, but we also know he's been in his new condo for just over a year now, and it's already worth more than he paid for. Pretty cool. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com/mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you don't need to put down twenty percent. How about that? Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com/mortgages. Member FDIC. Equal Housing Lender.
3: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, right,
1: five in front of six. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Al is off, so it is myself, Lapresti and Sal hanging out for just another couple of moments as well. How about right? So you seem to be on board that the Mets are going to do well. You're a Yankee fan. Sal yeah. seems to be on board that the Yankees are going to do well. He's a Met fan, and, and I'm kind of right down Yankees the middle. the Yankees are going to sweep me. No, no, I didn't, no, no. That's not you said what you I said. You could see it. I could see that. Yeah. Yes, I could see that. I'm very. I'm just concerned about this Met horrific offense. That's all. And I'm concerned about the bad
2: juju the Yankees seem to
1: have right now. You know what we didn't do real quick, huh. and I, this is one one comment that I actually enjoyed hearing because I heard yesterday a lot. People were saying, oh, Hal Steinbrenner didn't say anything. I disagree. I'm with you. I love the fact that he said he's sick to his stomach with the way these players are I thought he did
2: a very nice job. I thought he struck a nice balance. We know he's not going to give you the rah-rah over the top stuff like his dad, which he referenced. But there was some criticism in there of the players, which was nice to say. You actually hear someone from the organization publicly holding the players accountable, which is good. South. Well,
3: how about you do something about it, though? I mean, he's the one guy who could do. It's one thing if everybody else says, well, you know, we expect the players to be better. Well, he could do something about it. If it's uh, you're putting the blame on the players, which I agree, that's where the blame should be put. Well, why don't you get some new players in here that can play the game a they little bit may- better? He
1: said he might. And he said he might. Yeah, he he might. yeah still. I would be more aggressive right now, but I understand that you probably can't be too aggressive because teams aren't ready to do much. Yeah, but it does seem like he go will here. if he has to. Yeah. You know, and that's but I there think, are
3: moves. There are moves to be made without going to make a trade right now. You could bring Froyal up. You could move Torres that to that second always. base. Yeah. You could send Frazier down. I mean, there are little moves that could shake the team up a little bit while you wait for the trade. Deadline. The
2: problem is every time, anytime they bring somebody up from the minors who's p- hitting well at AAA, they come up and they you know go zero for nine with six strikeouts. These yeah, guys come right up and in. they don't. Yeah, well, I mean. It's frustrating. You'd rather watch Floreal or
3: Brett Gardner? mean, I
2: I get it. I understand. But it's like you're just going to keep throwing stuff against the wall, hoping it sticks. And, you know, if some of these guys aren't ready to come up and you're forcing them into a situation, and then all of a sudden it could be detrimental to them as far as what they are moving forward, right?
3: Look, I think Hello? the Yankees right now this the, the simple move. They can't make significant moves because nobody wants to trade with them. Not saying they're not going to do that. Right now, nobody's willing to make that move. Bring Florial up, and why not move Torres the second? If and you're then, tired of watching it and you're exhausted and you're sick of it, well, then why not do something I about agree. it? Okay, and so you why, mo- not, why not send Frazier down? How about that? Can we agree on this? Why is Clint Frazier still up here?
2: Well, you're not right now. You may not see him because he's got this dizziness now. They sent him for a battery of tests yesterday. It's, it's a guy with concussion history, so it's you know yeah, I wouldn't expect to Concerning, see him. Concerning for sure. Sure. Oh,
1: Definitely concerning. Now, the well, yeah. the other part, too, is the fact that Stanton doesn't play the outfield. I mean, right. that's. And, and if we're
2: moving Glebe, yeah. so now we're going to play Urshela at short. And DJ at yes. second is that or at for, third rather? For that's now,
3: I mean, for now, that's what you kind of have to do. And so you could get a, a regular shortstop if you want it. But, but they need to be—they need a, a move that's going to shake them up a little bit. And those are the only ones that you could do now without a trade.
2: I get that, but isn't that the Torres move? And and listen, that's a knock on the overall roster construction—the fact that they don't really have an answer if they want to do that. And he's kind of playing out of position. But if you move him, aren't you kind of cutting your nose off to spite your face? Because Gio is such an excellent third oh. baseman, and now you put him at shortstop where he's probably, you know, more he's an average get by, a bit of an improvement over Torres but doesn't it doesn't it worsen your overall defensive infield?
3: I mean, I, uh, you have, haven't you seen an of worse? Torres at short? No, I, I mean, understand, but, but I'm saying you're gonna, what you're gonna okay, you're so, right. So you're gonna he's move If so He doesn't
2: play out of position. Then you're gonna make somebody else play out of position.
3: No. Well, the idea the idea would be that Gio could handle it a little bit better, and also maybe get Torres's bat going. Mm-hmm. I guess since I, I, he's moved from second, he's been a disaster. So so he needs to be fixed some way somehow. Maybe putting him back at second, taking that pressure off of in the short, will will do it. I mean, because otherwise you don't have any answer for why he's stunk the last two years. Yeah.
2: It's it's a lot of it's perplexing, and he's not the only one. It's a long list of names. I
3: got to tell you,
1: I I love your energy. Pretty good after a six hour soirée. Now go get some <laughs> sleep so that you can wake up in like three hours and hang out with the baby.
3: Yeah, exactly. No, I got to go actually into the city for work for uh, baseball night in New York. But anyway, thank you guys. It's been fun. I'll see you later. Well, Yankees win.